Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I want to talk to you about what should be an easy choice. We want to look at Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 9 through 16. Now this is going to be from the English Standard Version. The Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your womb, and in the fruit of your cattle, and in the fruit of your ground. For the Lord will again take delight in prospering you as he took delight in your fathers. Now, this is God speaking to the children of Israel, okay? I just want to make sure that we're clear about that. That's that's how this was originally presented, and this was him speaking to to them. Okay, so for the Lord will again take delight in prospering you as he took delight in your fathers when you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes that are written in this book of the law when you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. For this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in His ways, and by keeping His commandments and His statutes and His rules, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of. Oh, will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. Sorry, I think I added an N and then I removed the it at the end. Sorry about that. So notice what God is telling the Israelites. It is the same message that Jesus brought to us. It is the same that Peter and Paul and James and all the apostles talk about. If we obey God, if we follow the Lord, then we will be blessed. Now notice in verses 11 through 14, what these things that God is telling them, even though this was back way back when, it still applies to us today. This commandment that I command you is not too hard for you. It is not too hard to follow God. Neither is it far off. We have today. Now let's move beyond their time and look at today. We have Bibles everywhere. When you say the Word of God, the Book of the Law, however you want to think of it, we have it everywhere. It's available in a zillion different ways. You can listen to it. You can watch people talk about it. You can read it yourself. There's so many different ways that you can study and learn about the Bible and God's Word. It is not far off. It's not in heaven. So that we have to, you know, say, well, who's going to go get it and bring it to us so that we can read it and understand it? It's not across the sea. So that we have to send somebody to get it and bring it to us so that we can hear it and do it. But no, 
the word is very near us, it's in our mouth, and it's in our hearts so that we can do it. If we are God's people, it is in our hearts. Now, I will say in a very basic way, and this is mentioned in the epistles, in a very basic way that all people know some, they have some conscious, conscience, they have some conscience and some uh, very basic knowledge of right and wrong. Everyone has at least that. And that's even if they're not necessarily trying to follow God. Now, you can you can always refer to people that you think are exceptions, these serial killers and things, and I can't speak for them or speak to that. Really, I don't understand those people. But the rest of us, you know, all the rest of us, which is really 90-some percent of humanity, we all know better. And, and I think those people know better. I think they just get, they get so obsessed with other things and off the path that, you know. But that's beside the point. I don't want to belabor that. But, um, but this is all here and available to us. This is a simple and easy choice. We can choose to follow the Lord. It is not hidden from us. His word is not hidden from us. There's Bibles everywhere. You can, again, you can listen. You can read. There's so many different ways. We don't need to climb the highest mountain or dive into the deepest sea. God's statutes, his guidelines, his teachings are here in the Bible. Men are teaching and spreading God's message. We can choose all we have to do is choose to listen and to read, to find some way that works for us to study. Every day, every day we choose life or death, good or evil. God speaks so plainly to us in his word. It is evident even back in the Old Testament. His message, his teaching, it's not a mystery. How can we not understand? He's, he's very clear and very plain even in the Old Testament about the fact that, you know, we should love our neighbor and care for one another. You know, if another person stood in front of us, like, like God is saying, choose life or death, choose good or evil. And if another person stood in front of us and just a normal person and made such a clear declaration, having us to choose life or death, the answer would be very obvious. If they stood in front of you, for instance, with a gun and just said, okay, you can choose to live or you can choose to die. You know, and, and I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to be facetious or anything, but just that, like, if you think about it, if someone said, do you want me to kill you or do you want to live? You know, um, and it's not that God is threatening us that way, but there's there's choices that we have to make and there's outcomes, there's results of those choices, and he... He's trying to get us to see the results of choosing. Uh, when we choose, when we don't choose life, when we don't choose God, we're choosing evil and death. And the real death here that we're talking about is the is the the real final, the second death. So, to choose life and to choose good, that is to choose God. That is to choose the Lord. So whether we can see God physically or not, the answer should still be readily apparent. And, and it's not a threat, but it's a promise and a declaration of fact. We can choose. The answer being so evident, 
the warnings should not even be necessary. If you think about this, it it really should be that evident, and, and we shouldn't need this warning, but we do. Because we're human, because, well, because we, we are. We, we are what we are. But, you know, as with all our lives, with so many things in our lives, we can choose. We can choose. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. Even our ability to choose comes from God. But it's life or death, it's blessing or curse. You know, what are we choosing in our daily lives? Are we looking to God for his guidance? Are we choosing life? Are we choosing God? We need to. We need to. We need to do that. We need to choose God and choose life for for ourselves, for our families, and for our friends. Because what we do and what we choose and the results they see and how we are, that affects them as well. And that can draw them in. Yes, it can also, I mean, you know, how we act and how we are can, can draw others to God. Or if we're, you know, incorrect, it can, you know, push them away, away from ourselves, you know. Um, but anyway, it's all about choices. And we, we make this choice every day, even if we don't think about it. We choose whether or not we're choosing God and life and blessing, or if we're choosing death and cursing. That is our life. Our life is a choice, always, all the time. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you. And remember, God loves you.